How many lists have you written this year? I don't know how many lists you're on. I don't know, at Christmas time we have a Christmas card list and then we have a food list and a drinks list. Uh, We have a gift list. We have a things to do list that we've got to get ready for the day because we don't want to mess up the day list. And I don't know whether Christmas is your tradition fully, but it seems to me in Britain that we go mad to get ready for the day. And sometimes we forget what the day's about because we've got so many lists about the day. I even put a, uh, a little survey out on Twitter that which chocolate was the most popular between Terry's chocolate orange or Rosie's. And it came back as 64% of the people said that Terry's chocolate orange was the best chocolate for Christmas. And only 36% said it was Rosie's. Mind you, only 11 people voted in this survey, so it's not really a scientific uh, thing. I don't know whether you've got a long list or whether you're a little come here this morning a little bit frustrated about what hasn't been done as you get here. Our lists often try to express our love for others. And some of us fall into the trap of making a really long list to show that we really, really do love people a lot. And the greater, the longer the list we have of expensive gifts, the more that we're trying to express a love to each other. I read a story about a mother and a daughter were shopping and uh, the mum said, she's just got her eye on this fur coat. And the mum said, you know what? I'm not going to let dad shop for me this year. I'm going to buy my own Christmas present daughter went, oh yeah, that's a good idea, because he's rubbish. And uh, she said, well, he's not quite rubbish. And she's got an eye on this fur coat. She said, I think I'm going to buy this fur coat for myself. And the the daughter protested and said, you know, oh mom, some poor innocent creature's going to suffer to let you have that fur coat. And she said, no, well, he won't get the bill till after Christmas anyway. But some of us, we're kind of striving. And I want to say to you this morning, have a really happy Christmas. But let the peace of God come into your heart. Instead of all the lists that we have. We, we had some schools in this auditorium. In fact, they filled this auditorium. And we do this thing with them about the 12 days of Christmas. Have you heard that song on the first day of Christmas? My true love said to me, a partridge and a pear tree. Second day, two turtle doves. Third day, uh, is it three French hens, four calling birds, five gold rings, six geese of lane, seven sons of swimming, swimming and all of that stuff. Well, I thought to myself, how much would that cost to send all of those gifts? How much is that man expressing his true love to that person? So I started to call a few people. And uh, you can get a partridge for £5 from Welland Garden Valley Game. And you can get £19.50 as a pear tree uh, from uh, Panorama Fruits. So that's a total of £24.50 so far. And then two turtle doves is £150 based on bird trader. So that's £150. So we're up to £174.50 so far. Three French hens from Mini Head, uh, uh, Mini, uh, 
Meadows Farm in North Hants is £17 each, so that's £51. So running total is £225 up to his true love, if you know the song. Four calling birds, couldn't find what they were, so four canaries are £20 each. <laughs> so that's £80, so we're up to £305.50. Five gold rings. Now this could have really bumped the price up, but I looked in H. Samuel, and they've got five gold-plated rings for £17.50 each. So that's £87, bringing our running total up to uh, £393. Six geese are laying from Henley Chickens in Northamptonshire is £120. So that's £513 we're up to so far. Paula, can you get your calculator out now? Because this is where it starts going up. Seven swans are swimming from Moonbridge Farm. Quoted me £150. I've worked hard for this sermon, so please laugh at the next bit. £150 each, plus a paddling pool, which I could get from Argos for £2.50. So £1,052 is the running total of to show my true love to my true love over Christmas time. Of course... Are Amazon delivering today? Because this is the first day you would have to send it. Eight maids are milking. Now, according to Farmers Weekly, the average farmer's wage is £11.40 an hour. 14 an hour, eight hours, a full working day, coming at £712.96. The running cost now is £2,278.46. Nine ladies dancing. Well, this was hard for me. So I contacted a dance troupe in Leicestershire. A Leicestershire-based, the A-list entertainment, and you look, all these are real companies, folks. Uh, they do Las Vegas or Bollywood theme of dancing. Their price structure is complicated, depending on how many dancers used. For, but for nine, it's £1,245. So the running cost for my true love, Kathy, I hope you're getting excited about all of this, is £3,532.46p. Ten lords are leaping. Well, I have a friend in the House of Lords. And in the House of Lords, they do a charity rate of £500 a day if you want them to open a fate. So ten lords are leaping, that's £5,000. So we're up to £8,523.46p. Eleven pipers piping. The City of London Pipe Band, who I called, can provide eleven bagpipers, players for £250 a head, and can have good availability on January 4th, which is actually when you would need them for that day of Christmas. And uh, that's 2,750. So our running total is 11,273 pounds 46p. And if you know the song, there are then 12 drummers drumming to show how much you love this person. I could only find a drumming group for £3,000. Will, you play the drums here as a gift. You could make more money. Uh, £3,000. So, the grand total for the 12 days of Christmas to show how much I love you, Kathy, Nick, just by the way, is Chloe your true love? Okay, when I show this grand total, can you just squeeze Chloe in the, in the hand to say, and just assure her that you haven't spent this much, okay? <laughs> but you still are a true love. 14,000... 273 pounds, 46p, to show you the true love in the 12 days of Christmas.
Can I just ask, is there any guys in here that have spent that much on your true love this year? Would you please stand up? I didn't think so. Although I had kittens last night thinking that what if somebody's bought somebody a car or something, then that would have been a bit embarrassing. But if you know the song, you have to give the gifts on every day, so that's 364 gifts. And uh, it really, the price goes through the list, through the roof at that price. My point is this. Some people take an awful long time to say an awfully long lot of stuff to say, I love you. But God's list is really, really short. And his list is really direct. But it is expensive. When we get to the Gospel of John, unlike Matthew and Luke, who go into all the family to show you that Jesus is a real person, he's got real history, and unlike Mark, who uh, goes a lot uh, into just straight into the ministry of Jesus, in the Gospel of John that Sarah read earlier, he just cuts straight to the chase and tells you some huge facts of who this baby is. And maybe Mark in the background, you could just play the birth scene without any, uh, perhaps any sound there. Just so we can remind ourselves of the incredible thing that's happening today. And if you can do two things at once, which I know will be hard for men, but girls, you'll be able to do this. If you can kind of look at the screen and then listen to what I'm saying. Because John tells us some huge facts about this event that are more than just this event and this cute thing that we all boiled it down to is, oh, it is all about the baby, but the baby, according to the Gospel of John, is huge. God's list is this. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word already existed, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. He existed in the beginning with God. He created everything and nothing was made without him. Nothing was made. And the the word gave life to everything that was created and this light brought life to everyone. And this light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. And we've had a lot of darkness in 2016, but I think what we need to understand is this event is more than just a cute little baby in a stable story. What the Gospel of John says is that he is the baby, but he was in the beginning. And he knows your history. He knows exactly what you're going through right now Because he's been there all the time for you. He is a baby, but the Bible calls him the Word. And what that means is he's the self-revelation of God. If you want to know what God is really like, study this baby. Study this life. Study this Jesus. Because this Jesus will show you what God is really like. He is a baby, but he's God. And that's the incredible difference about the Christian faith. It's quite kind of offensive to say, could somebody like God come down to our level? There was a Scottish farmer one day, and and in Scotland the weather can get rough. 
And his wife and children had gone out to church. He didn't have time for church. He thought it was a ridiculous story to say somebody as huge as God could come down into a baby. And as he went uh, and left them to go to church, the storm blew in as it quickly does in Scotland. And And he heard some bangs against the window. Bang, bang, bang. And a flock of geese had come and crashed into the side of his barn. And he went out and he tried to shoo them into the barn, thinking, well, I've got to get them to safety. And and they went all over the place. And he put a trail of breadcrumbs and they didn't follow that. And he said to himself, you know, if only I could speak geese or become like a geese, I could get them into the barn. And at that moment, he realized it's not so ridiculous to think that God, who is God, could come down to our level so that he could communicate to us and talk to us. You see, God's not high and lofty. He came down so that he could lead you home, so that he could give you light and life. He's a baby, but he's also a creator. He is the one that can make something out of everyone here. You might have had a bad year or a good year, but God can recreate and create you. He's a baby, but in him there's life, the life that we're all seeking. He's the life that you really want. Instead of house, mortgage, computer, car, and what else is there? Nice holiday. He's the life that says you give me purpose, you give me life. He's the baby, but he's the light. He's the light that brings purpose and meaning. He's the unstoppable light that will try and speak to you all the way through your life. And as Christians, one of the things that we do is we become comfortable with having the mechanics of God, but not really knowing the direction that he wants us to go into. But you know, he's a light that says, will you come home to me? Would you want God to give you a gift today? What about this gift? The gift of life. The gift of light. That's more expensive than anything on your list. You see, your openness is the key. And Natalie and the band, I'm just going to ask you to come back if you will. Your openness is really the key this Christian this Christmas time. Because later on in John, as Sarah read to us earlier, it says, those who should have known him rejected him, but to everyone who receives him, he gives them the right to belong to God's family. I just wonder today if you're open at all to saying, yeah, God." I want to be part of your family. You see, your openness is the key. Your openness is the key to most things. And next week, when we enter the new year, I'm going to talk about the characteristics of what being open is without being foolish. Open, but not gullible. But today, what would it be like? Paolo, what would it be like if you had a gift? And all day you said, no, I'm not opening it. And then tomorrow, you're not opening it. And, and then the next day, you had a gift and you said, no, I, I'm not bothering opening it. 
And then the next day you said, no, I'm not bothering opening it. And you had a gift, but you never opened it. You've got that gift, but have you really got that gift? It's like a guy one time said to me, I've been all over London. And I said, oh, where have you been? He said, well, I've been to every tube station. Has he really been to London if he's just traveled around on the tube? Have you really known God unless you've had a good look at Jesus and opened what that gift could be? And as a Christian, have you got Jesus wrapped up as the baby in the stable and you've forgotten that he's creator, that he's God, that he's light, that he's life, and that he has everything that you need for your life? And you've put him back in his box and you've said, oh, he's just for Sundays. And he's saying, please open me for the rest of the week. Because that's his list. I am the word. I am God. I'm creator. I'm light. I'm life. It's a short list, but it's a list that could change your life. Why don't you stand with me, if you will, on this Christmas day? So good to have you in church today. Your gift to God is your openness. To say, I'm going to have a think about that. His gift to you is taking you into His love, into His light, so that you can really know Him. And actually, I'm speaking to everybody. As a Christian, this is our last Sunday of the year. Why don't you pray on this Christmas day? I want to know you a little bit more, Lord, of who you really are. Can I hear an amen from everyone?